Are we on? We are, yeah. Welcome to podcast 15, the finale of season the two. One five, yeah. One five. Okay, yeah. How you doing? Yeah, yeah. That's How many is that in total? How many do we do in the first one? Do we do we 10? We do 10, so if you're a... This is our 25th. Yeah, if you're a massive podcast fan, it's 25th. And what would that be? like? Is that like silver for 25? Yeah, yeah. If we were married, Welcome yeah. to... <laughs> <laughs> Thank Feels God. a bit like it. <laughs> Welcome to the Silver <laughs> Podcast. That's nice. Yeah, at least I only have to see you once a week. <laughs> <laughs> now it's my turn to draw on the finale episode. So I've got a bit it of paper is, yeah. and a pen. I've, I'm ready to go. I've cleared my mind. What do so, you want? And then when you've told me, just hit I'm trying not to think. Start. And I'll have a go. The, the, the idea is, you, I want you to say, Mark, what do you want me to draw? And I'm going to keep my mind completely blank until you say that, and then something's going to fall out. Mark, what do you want me to draw? I want you to draw an octopus eating a banana on a bicycle. Okay. And go. I left my dashboard at a show. <laughs> Sound man found it, don't you know? It took a while for me to get it back. He's gonna have to work but fast. We stayed in touch fast. and made each other laugh. And 30 then we seconds, found Johnny. a date that I'm help you out a bit. We recorded no it in a hotel. That's how the blue coat diaries started. I mean, it was a hot one. Hang on. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Okay, I see it now. Yeah, yeah. That's not bad. You did have to work fast really there, didn't you? Really difficult because I was just trying to make it really eight rough legs. One. That was the hardest bit. Just making sure it had eight legs. <laughs> looks happy. I mean, though. Look how happy what, he is. When he does, he looks really chipper about it. I mean, when I was saying it as it was coming out of my mouth, I was like, the first thing I thought was, if he's able, if you're able to differentiate banana from limb. <laughs> Then I'm going to give it to you. Because as I said, I thought that's going to be Not difficult. life from limb, banana from limb. Yeah, banana from limb. Yeah. Well, what would you score that out of 10? I mean, you've gone biro instead of sharpie, which so you're going to lose two. I forgot for about the sharpie. I just forgot. Yeah. The spokes, um, visually the spokes I struggled with a little bit. <laughs> let, me, let me see them spokes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the more I look at yeah, that, the more. Do you know what? The octopus is good. I'm giving you seven point five. Seven point five. Seven point five out of ten on a very tough. I'm happy one. with that. I think seven point five. It was tough because they, every time you said the end of the next bit, something else came. So it's like an octopus would have been hard enough, and then it was like eating a banana. I was like, oh, just... fine, great. And then it was like on a bike. It's like, okay, bloody hell. That's the inside of my skull and life in general. That's just. That's it, it for me. Fires, There's always something it fires else. at that rate. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's no stopping it. There's a visual representation of what's going on inside your head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I've got so much to tell you. Because, uh, yeah, you? I've just come back. That's good because I've not got much to tell you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've just come back from like a four night. Uh, I don't, I don't think tour's the right word. Four nights of doing different shows. So I'm going to take you through them because some good stuff went down. Some good stuff went down. The split tour. The first thing was last Thursday, I went to Manchester and I played mm. this lovely club called La Fienda. 
You see what they've done there? You see why they've called it that? La Fienda in Manchester. Yeah. Yeah. What, yeah okay. What is it? You got it? Oh, it's a Hacienda yeah, good, pun, good, isn't good, it? Because I think a lot of people in there didn't quite get the reference because it was a really young crowd, really young crowd <laughs> in there. Yeah. And I just wanted to say, last week was a really tough week for news. Like we chatted about it on WhatsApp, didn't we? And, and young people very much involved in some of the big stuff that went on. Obviously, this isn't a very newsy podcast, but we were just saying, God, it's a hard time right now. That girl got stabbed in Croydon by another young person. Yeah. Um, that tree got cut down and they were questioning what looked like the person might have done it was 16. I don't know if there's an update on that, but it, it, it what I'm getting at here is it felt like there's a lot of stuff going on that was pretty dark with young people. And when I went and did that gig, it's kind of quite good timing mm -hmm. really because it was a really young crowd. Like, they must have all been students and they were so nice. They were just such a nice bunch of people and it kind of made me go, you have to be really careful. You don't sort of like, you know, mob everybody together mm. or paint everybody with the same brush. Yeah. I mean, the world is a bit broken. When I say a bit, I mean, very. But um, yeah, I've had, I actually have had a couple of instances this week where I've gone, oh, you know what? People aren't that bad. There's lots of really wonderful ones out like there. Like the Biffa guy. Um, like, like George, Biffa driver and um, I left the house the other night. I went. I went out and socialised. Um, yeah, yeah. Where'd you go? Uh, so we could talk about that in a bit. I went to the pub, mate. Oh. I went to technically two pubs. And you had a good we'll talk time. Talk about it in a bit if you want. Yeah, it was. It was good. Um, so I had I had some stuff to do last week, which wasn't very pleasant. Very boring. Not very interesting to talk about on the pod. And probably I can't talk about the pod, but um, I had some real sort of miserable sort of business to deal with. And it took a couple of days and it involved me pouring over documents on the computer for hours and hours and hours and hours. And it was just depressing, really. And I got to the end of it on Friday and I was like, I need to leave the house. Yeah. So um, uh, it, it turns out it was a mate of mine, his pub's birthday oh been 16 years is there. and you've done gigs there uh, bar one on um, oh yeah in derby yeah yeah so i went down there and i kind of went down i didn't make any plans i messaged one person and he said no i'm not i'm not about i'm in hastings doing a skateboard thing so i said keep an eye out for stray arrows and then uh, just went about half nine i went down and just thought you know, if I know anyone there, I know. And it was quite nerve-wracking because I don't go out at all. I don't say nerve-wracking, but um, there was social anxiety involved because it's just... And it was kind of like the worst thing that could have happened was no one was there. I probably would have drunk a shandy and then driven over. Yeah, not that bad, eh? Um, so what actually happened was I went there and there was about 30 people that I knew oh, there, nice And I haven't seen anyone for ages. And it was great. I saw... Um, an old friend of mine who I used to date years and years ago and she's getting married and she'd sent me a message weirdly um, saying, you know, can I get you details for the wedding? And then I saw another mate of mine, um, Gary, who plays in um, quite a big band that he used to do uh, uh, guitar teching for. Um, so, so it was good to see Gary. And it was good to see. I saw the guitarist from my old band. I saw 
Um, my mate who's a singer and guitarist in These Wicked Rivers. I saw loads of musicians, loads of people, artsy people who I used to knock around with and see, you know, night in, night out, week in, week out. So it was good, but it was very overloading. It was like, everyone's like, how are you doing? And I'm like, <laughs> I've just been... In the middle of nowhere with a with a with an infant you said, for, just, for you years. Said, Listen to the like, last twenty four episodes of the podcast. That'll get you up to speed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was good. And then I went on to another venue around the corner, which is open till much much later with some people. And by which point, I definitely had too much beer. I did that thing again where you go, oh, I'll go out for the first time in forever, and then you drink eight pints of Guinness and it's not, this isn't, this isn't your start, starting off point. So, and then at the end of the night, just when I was about to go, the two lads who are young engineers who were kind of coming up when I was working there, um, came out of the back room. I didn't even know they were there and I ended up having another pint with, with the engineers from, from the venue. Oh, that's I had quality. no idea they were there and they just caught them on the way out. So it was like, oh God. And then I went home and, you know, very early in the morning. Well, I didn't go home. I uh, went and uh, uh, had a kip for a little bit before before uh, getting up the next day and going home. And did but, you um, feel like, was it like sort of like a, a thing where you thought, I need to do that more often? Like that's really paid off going out. Double-edged sword. I went out and it was really good to see people and it was lovely. And I, I don't know if it's pure chance and Nick's, birth, Nick's bar's birthday and all this sort of stuff that, kind of contributed to everyone being out mm. but um uh yeah what i yeah it was really great to see those people if overwhelming they'd seen loads of people and I, i've missed people out as well but it was really nice overwhelming what i didn't like was as i did have too much beer and i woke and i just felt it was just existential dread for the next day i'm like why did i drink all that beer and i wasn't that bad at the time but Probably you felt hungover, did you? Tipsy. Oh, horrendous. <laughs> really, really bad. Like, like I, I, what, it didn't stop me from doing anything. I saw a thing, but I ju- it was just that kind of like, I felt really down and kind of like, you know, the, the tables tip. Yeah. Your brain, especially when you're not used to it, your brain chemistry kind of just, there's, for every swing of the pendulum, it's, it goes the other way, doesn't totally. it? Totally. What goes and, up? Uh, I really felt it the come next down. day. That's the old classic. Well, well done for getting yeah. out there. And I'm glad that loads of people were out. I like that. I like that the way that that story I'm panned s- out. I'm still wondering if I made a twat out of myself. You know, I'm just still sort of thinking, God, was I a dickhead? Was I unbearable? What, no, I'm sure you, you know, weren't. You would have heard something uh, by just, now. And no one would have kept, no one, I don't know if I would. Maybe, maybe not. Well, it's no weird. news is good news. I'm doing all the. I'm doing all the. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing all the sayings it. today on this pod. What goes up must come down. Yeah. No news is good news. Look before you leap. Too many cooks. Mm. Gold- anyway, you get the idea. You get the idea. On Friday, mm. do you remember me messaged you on Friday in, in a kind of panic before doing a corporate? Yeah, that was good. You are. You it's are like, good it sounded in those like situations. standard corporate bullshit. You are good in those yeah. situations. I, I have to be a bit careful about what I say here, but. The, the funny part of it was arriving to do a corporate in a hotel and yeah. being shown the room, which was actually a restaurant and thinking, okay, that's interesting. I don't normally play in the restaurant, but fair enough. Yeah. And then me saying, everyone in here though will be here for the event, right? And then the person at work there doing a face of sort of, mm. you know, like kind of mm. not 
not going, yeah, of course, everyone in here is going to be here for the event you're performing at. Just did a face that was along the lines of, not everyone. So I went, are there other people going to be in here that aren't here for the event? And this woman was like, well, all these people here are here for the event. There's about 100 chairs. And then there was a whole massive other section to the restaurant. I said, what about this bit? And she went, just be people that are staying in the hotel. And I just was like, yeah. what? And I was thinking, what are they going to make of this? If, if you go down to have a yeah. meal in a hotel, in a nice hotel as well, and I fire up. I mean, as you put back in one of your WhatsApp messages to me, <laughs> can you imagine going out for a drink and there's some knobhead starts trying to make people rap and play the triangle or something like that. And that is literally... <laughs> dinner, just like, why is this man That's literally what I was thinking. I was thinking... Well, I can't hold back from doing the performance. But at the other side of it is I can't have a go at people if they're like put out or talking or anything. Because yeah. they're just in the hotel, aren't to... they? So yeah. anyway, <laughs> in the end, it was it was actually... They come out for Nan's funeral. They're staying in the hotel. <laughs> and they're just with a fucking triangle. <laughs> in the end, it was actually all right. I'll tell you why it was all right. Back to people being good. The people that were on the corporate yeah. were great. Like they're really, really up for mm -hmm. like joining in, coming on stage. Oh, there wasn't a stage, yeah. but coming and performing with me, singing, all the rest of it. So it was actually totally fine. But there was a moment where when I first started, I just I found it so mm -hmm. funny, the situation. I just looked over my shoulder mm -hmm. a little bit. And behind me there was like a couple that must have been in their like mm -hmm. 60s, 70s or something. Just two of them just having yeah. a meal that were nothing to do with the thing. And I was just, and they were so yeah. close to me. They were like two meters away from me. I, mm -hmm. I just thought, I just thought, how is this for them? How is this? Uh, they were basically backstage. <laughs> it just, I mean, this this isn't your fault though. No, it's but not. that is a bananas thing. When you go to do these corporate events, right? It's 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 so common. Usually, you'll be in like some kind of function suite that have a little stage thing with a lectern. Mm. Everyone pats each other on the back yeah. and tells for for meeting targets, yeah. and they'll have a dinner. That they've rolled out. They've had these big white round tables that they put out, and there'll be ten seats around each one, and that's kind of how they go. When you sent me a message saying it's just in the hotel restaurant, I thought, oh, they must have booked it out, or. But I mean, it would be weird enough to be out for a meal or staying in a hotel and then just like literally 100 and something other people, like over 50% of the restaurant being all there for the same thing. That's already a little bit odd and it's a bit sort of you versus them and creates a slightly weird scenario. But then when you add <laughs> a musical comedian into the mix that's like quite an odd setup my brother made me laugh um, he said he said like just lean into it just make a joke as if like there's a yeah. couple and the guy's about to propose to his girlfriend and then you fire up you know but i was thinking can you imagine if that like, genu genuinely happened imagine if like imagine if the guy had like planned it Content. for weeks and weeks you know like he'd bought the ring he'd saved up the money for that you yeah. know he'd booked this nice hotel i nearly said what it was then and then just literally at the moment, I just imagine me coming on the mic going, how's everybody doing? Like, <laughs> make some noise. He's probably like, what the fuck is this? So, it's the equivalent of like the local, the local loony getting onto the bus and you're on the bus and he's like, oh no, I know, here we I go. Know the loony. They start shouting. That's the, you, you were the local loony. I was the loony. Um, Saturday I went yeah. on to Wigan. I did a park run in the morning. You can't... 
You can't get away from Wigan, yeah. Do you know what? I've been in Wigan loads lately. I think I'm getting quite big in Wigan. <laughs> big in Wigan. <laughs> Did a park it's run. It's like big in Japan, except, you know. Yeah, big in Wigan. I mean... Big in Wigan, yeah. <laughs> it depends how you say it. You can get that to work quite nicely. Yeah, I did a park run in the morning, which was really cool, um, at York Racecourse, and that was that was really ace. And then I went over to Wigan. And when I was at Wigan, I was talking to this guy at the end that had just uh, had been in the show, and he said that he'd been to see me, having seen me do one of those Jason Manford, like, big shows. So that was really nice. Yeah. So, okay, you know, you saw that and you came in. Right? Mm-hmm. And then he got chatting. He was there with his wife. And then he told me this thing that I just felt really interesting. I don't know if you know this. We said that a comedian that he likes that he's been to see is a guy called Alfie Moore, who is an ex-policeman, who's a stand-up comedian. Oh, yeah, I know. I've, I've done a show with Alfie as well, right. yeah. So Alfie's known for that, right? That's his thing. And yeah. this guy I was talking to, he said to me, that he's a policeman, right? And I said, oh, right, cool. So, right. You, you know, you must like go and see him and hearing about his stuff, be about the police, whatever. And he said, yeah, when uh-huh. he came out, he, he started taking the piss out of me and whatever about being a policeman. And I said, what did you tell him? And he went, no, no, no. He goes, we just sort of know. He reckons, <laughs> he reckons like if you're in the police, you can just take one look at yeah. someone in an audience and, or whatever and you'll be like, they're police. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah, it's like Gaydar for Rosas. It's like games for Rosses. Yeah. That's, I've seen it. I've seen it before. Are you Such right, a good Johnny? line. It was just so blunt. I was just I can't really condense that anymore and make it any more like accurate. Yeah, that's what you were saying I mean, without the, without using yeah. that, that phrasing. I never knew I'm that. Afraid I never knew blunt that. is 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 all I can do, Johnny. Um. Yeah, yeah, I've seen this because my my stepdad once upon a time was Anne Anne Rosa, and you can you can smell him. Anne Rosa, that sounds like someone's name. He's Anne Rosa. sounds like the person you have Anne to put Billy Paul through. <laughs> no, you'll have to go and speak to Anne yeah. Rosa. She's got the. No, he was a couple for years. Uh, yeah, anyway, it was it was really fun. He was a nice guy. Shout out to that guy. And also on Sunday, I don't normally gig on Sundays, but you can't turn this down. Got offered the chance to open for Clinton Baptiste of Phoenix uh-huh. Knights fame. He's the kind yeah. of comedy sidekick. And uh-huh. he was playing the Southport Comedy Festival. So I went over to Southport and opened for him. That was mm-hmm. a banger. It was in a marquee. Mm-hmm. It's like the opposite of the um, setup thing that we talked about earlier, where you go, this is a mm-hmm. crazy setup. Because it was just a great big long marquee with a proper stage, mm-hmm. proper PA system. In fact, a little bit like the one we did in Melbourne Hall, a little bit like mm-hmm. that, but I'd say probably right. a bit bigger. Okay. It was about 500, 600 mm-hmm. in. And oh, I had a, mm-hmm. such a good time with this crowd. They were amazing. So thanks to Clinton for having me on and up the port. That's what I found out they say in Southport. They say up the port. Oh, is it? Yeah. So up I, the port. I started shouting that a lot on stage when I found that out. Up the port. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I didn't know that. So next time I'm in Southport, I should shout up the Yeah, port. as soon as you get off the train. Is that a football thing though, is it? I think it just means like, go Southport, I think. Yeah. But, you know, you don't want to shout yeah. go Southport, do you? Because you sound really American shouting that from the stage. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. Clinton's got a podcast and he asked me if I had any ghost stories and I told one to him, which he recorded. So I'm going to be on that podcast. So that's a little, another little thing to oh, yeah. check out at some point. Yeah. I tried my best to be spooky and chilling, but I'm not sure it's my right the right medium for me. Hey, was that a pun? <laughs> yes. 
Yes, I definitely thought yeah. of that. Um, so yeah, it was quite action packed, and now I'm I'm back and I'm chatting to you on the finale. And I've only really got one big question: is what's happening with the wasps? I went out yesterday. So my mum and dad are, are moving house. They've sold many, 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 many years ago. They bought a house in 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 the ghetto in Derby, and it wasn't as ghetto, the ghetto. back then. Well, if I said Stockbrook, you'd know, wouldn't you? You'd be like, Stocky's a bit ghetto, isn't it? So um, <laughs> that was, uh, and then they moved to Ireland and I ended up moving into the house and just paying the mortgage on that for, for God, years, well over a decade. Right. Uh, Finn was born and he was in there when we first, but they've sold that now because um, for the first time in, in many, many years, there's been some equity in it. So, um I, I've got a delivery of plants. Like my mum's like, oh, can we use some of your garage? Can we use some of this? Can we can we use some of that? And of course now my dad's turning up with hired vans. He's got, you know, bless him. He's turning up like a, a van full of plants in pots. Oh, so no. now my back garden's just lit. There's just pots everywhere of all these random plants. They're all going to die because I am a death. I am death to plants. Like I've never kept one alive for, you know, if I buy them herbs, you know, when you want fresh herbs for your dinner and you get the pots, yeah, they just die immediately. There's a reason why I have to stick to dried herbs. Where, because is I'll this kill coming around to wasp week. news or have you forgotten that we're doing wasp news? Well, I had a look. Well, I'm just rambling. I mean, it's been slow news week, Johnny. I'm trying to eat it out. I thought it was just so I've got loads of plants. Kind of and whilst I was putting the plants around, yeah. I thought, right, I'm going to go and investigate. Okay. And this was a weird one because I went over and the, the hole's overgrown. So to speak, darling. And um, we went we went over and had a look and there was a few, not many. And I don't know if that's due to the persistent um, campaign of uh, exterminatus I've been trying to yeah. employ on the wasps or whether it's just that time of year when they say, oh, as I went over, there's a few little ones coming out. There was a giant, massive one with a different shape pattern on its face. Ooh. And I thought, is that the queen? Was the queen getting out? Has she had enough? I don't, I don't know. You could have finished that one it. was you could really have just different. Finished looking. it there and then, if it was right, like in Alien, when they get. There, the- I, I think it might have been a mistake because that is, you know, that's what did you say about my mum? And then next thing you know, it's not that empty, and there's eight hundred angry wasps yeah. stinging you to death. Yeah, like it'd just be literally um, like pressing a button, wouldn't it? With a with a nest that size, I don't think. It's quite macabre to think about it, but if they really lost their shit and went for you, I don't think there's anything you'd be able to do. Because I know that there was thousands of them. In yeah. There. It was it was massive. So if they all came out you at once, they set their pheromones off and go war mode. What do you do? So they're still there. No, you don't you don't get away. You don't you're not going to outrun them, are you? I wondered what would happen if you just covered it over. Like if you just covered it over with a great big Oh, they dig. They just would they dig, dig back, through. Dig, dig back out. They just dig they just dig another entrance out. Yeah, oh. I've looked into all this. Oh, okay. Yeah, they cuz they they can chew through wood. They can chew into your house. I mean, That's so there's no problem for them. I don't know. Now, I think Marcus has turned up right and we've still got some bits and bobs yes. to do, but I'm thinking should we get him in and he can be involved? Yeah, is that let's, be see, right? let's see how good his Wi-Fi is this week. Well, if he's if he comes on and it's all working, should we we could do correspondence with him? Yeah, all right. Let's play. Yeah, why not? Let's play Marcus's jingle then, and then we'll bring him in. Oh, it's the second one, isn't it? It's, it's named something confusingly something different. Right. Okay. So 
Are we ready? Should we get him in? I'm ready, Mark. His name is Marcus, and he's a drummer. He lives in a van, but it's not a bummer. We're gonna call him and find out where he's at. He's stuttering somewhat. He's here. Marcus Carter, where oh, there he is. are you? Just <laughs> WT41. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Oh no. I mean <laughs> He had one job, Mark. Oh no, we've lost Mark. Hello? What are we doing? We've lost here? visual. What's going on? I don't know. Oh I've lost visual and we've got partial oh audio from Marcus. Um Right, okay. Okay. Right. We've got Please your go sound I'll, I'll now. put a picture of Marcus in there. Right. I'll just I'll just photoshop one in. I'll I'll do it in resolve. You could put his face we'll, on we'll like a 16th later. century painting. That would look good. Yeah. Or maybe it'll actually record it and it, and it'll finally upload. Can you hear we'll us, anyway. Marcus? No. I'm not sure this is working. He's making we, you laugh, Mark, so want, that's good. I'm just laughing at the absurdity of it. Um, do, do, oh, uh, He's not even How do we want to approach this, Johnny? Do we want to draw a line and cut it back in, or are we just going to keep this rolling? I think we should kick him out. Oh, he's, he's just kicked himself out. All right, I think we should carry on. Um, right, and we'll try again in like five minutes. Let's do correspondence because you right, know, we okay. owe it to the listener to not just have a huge, massive bit of crank <laughs> clusterfuck. It's not every our fault. We've been really on it today, so let's do the correspondence jingle and the uh, correspondence, and then we'll try Marcus again. Does that sound good? Okay, yeah, Mar Marcus is in the lobby again, but we'll just go correspondence. Yeah. yeah? Okay. Right. Let's go. London, Tokyo, and Penzance. We want your correspondence. Right, let's burn through a few of these. There's some good ones. Remember last week right. we were talking about things that make you go grrr after I have my yeah. heating slash air conditioning war going on in the car with Hells. So we've had loads in. I think we may have started quite a few <laughs> arguments between couples because mostly it's people having a go at their couple. But I'm going to give you a few of these. I want you to tell me if you think it's a fair moan from the person that sent it in or whether they're being, you know, like... Is this turning into Am I the Asshole, the AITA Reddit posts? Yeah. That, Have you seen them? No, but I, I yeah. get it. I get it. And like, yes, that is it. That is it. So first of all, yeah. from Alison L. Emsley, Alison Emsley says, sniffing. Right. That's her gripe. Oh, like when someone's got a cold or something. Just, yeah. So what do you think? Doing that. Yeah. Um, Are you with her or is that harsh? Annoying, yeah. I mean, look, there's there's a few situations. There's two things that will that will um, break your... Uh, you, know, it's, you know, for me, and I bet this is probably... Somebody's probably said this. Sound of people eating or forks on teeth. Don't think we had oh eating. Don't think we had eating. Um we did People have scraping teeth. We did on have forks. a similar one from. But sniffing, 
Rachel. This kind of stuff gets written out of your system when you have kids. Yeah. Because they're, they're just masticating, chewy, making horrible noises, snorting, snoring, you know, and it, and you love them anyway. So it kind of gets out of your yeah, system. Yeah, that's a good when it's point. an adult, it is super annoying. It does. And what, having worked with lots of, you know, aging rock stars, sniffings just comes with the territory, if I'm being completely honest. <laughs> Rachel says, Rachel Mays right. says, breathing. And by that, I mean loudly. Yeah. See, that's same, we're sort same of escalating deal, them it? up here. We've gone from sniffing to breathing yeah. loudly. What about this from Graham? This is Graham, uh, Elaine and Graham, who came on the podcast. He All said, right. my partner is Mrs. Perfect with no known makes me mad faults, which makes me mad. Ah, she's perfect. And I wrote back saying, what are you after, Graham? Yeah. Because that yeah. sounds a bit I, I get the impression that, that, that Graham, Graham is somewhat of an old romantic, isn't he? I think he's just trying they to... Do, they do seem like that what kind of couple, yeah. don't they? Where, well, we did yeah. have our first four-way with them, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. So there we is did. that. And, and they're still strong as ever. So, um, you know. Now... I, I think a lot of this is is when you're trapped. When I say trapped, I mean it in the darkest sense. Like when you're in a relationship with someone trapped. and you, you're in that. <laughs> when you're really trapped. But you are in someone's presence all the time. And you have to mentally, you have to get your own space and mentally, because eventually, if you're with someone long enough, everything they do is going to start to annoy you. Yeah. Pretty much. And you have to get past that or not. You either do or you don't. Well, a good way of kind of getting, you know, letting out the steam, you know, a good way of sort of mm. um, not letting it fester is probably to take a photo of the thing that drives you mad and post it on my Facebook page in this item, mm -hmm. which is what Megan Wrigley's done. She's posted evidence for her gripe. <laughs> and it's a picture right. of a toilet roll that has been changed, but then the roll yeah. of the old one has just been it's left just, next to the toilet roll. Right next, like on the windowsill or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I know I am guilty of this because I'm a man. It is essentially a man who lives by himself apart from a four-year-old yeah and i've got the adhd and I, I i sit there and i see it myself i'm like mark the fucking bin is there it's a, a foot away why did you put it there instead of there it doesn't make any sense and i annoy myself with it <laughs> but i still do it because i'm not thinking it's not a thought process that happens when i do it how about yeah. this one from sammy gaffney she said her partner has the volume on loud when watching TikTok or YouTube as well as the TV. Both at the same time? I think she means just like, you know, yeah, yeah. the telly's on and then also looking at stuff on the on their phone, that's blasting out. Yeah, that's... I mean, I think I'm with her on that. That's just too much noise going on there. It just, I hate that. I don't even like the TV, lad. You know when you used to go around someone's house and you just go... In hell, is that how you watch the television? Are you insane? I, I, I don't... I, I'm, I'm, I deal with loud noises on a professional basis. The last thing I want is it like yeah, crazy you wouldn't, loud when I get home. Yeah, you wouldn't I want just, to go for that. I've just noticed here there's like a mini row going on on this thread, which is quite good, because Thomas... 
Oh, good. Is talking about his partner, Bryony Louise. And Thomas says, my partner has this annoying habit of saying that I never do anything around the house, but whenever I start to do something, I'm doing it wrong and she'll just have to redo it after me. So I shouldn't bother and I should just get out of the way so she can do it properly. <laughs> I mean, that's like a, a proper rant. And then yeah, it's now, you're not gonna win she's now, replied you? underneath and <laughs> just put lies. Okay, bent truths. So she's like, she's already sort of backing down on her protesting as she writes her thing up. I like that they've had like a mini tiff. Well, I think some people just like to bitch and moan and they like it to be a thing and they like it to be this sort of, um, this uh, comedy interaction where they complain about each other. And I think that's a very British thing in itself, I think, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. um, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, This one here just made me laugh. Just the phrasing of it is nice from John Zorro. He said... How about when someone calls your name and then you go, yeah, and then they don't respond? That gets on my wick. That, again, that drives me insane. I've had that. Ozzy does it. He'll shout me mm. and I go, yeah, and then he didn't say anything. <laughs> the, I mean, the opposite is like my son. Uh, again, this is the children train this hatred out of you because you left with no choice. I can't hate him. No. But like... He's just like, I'm like, Finn, Finn, Finley, Finn. And eventually he just looks up and goes, yeah. You know, he's miles away. That's just the way he's wired yeah. anyway. Yeah. But you could, till you're blue in the face, sometimes you have to shout and it shocks other people because I'm literally just trying to get his attention. And people think I'm screaming at him. No, no, <laughs> like, I can I'm like, no, I just legit need him to not walk out in front into the road. I can relate. <laughs> 100% man, exactly the same. Now, I think let's let's try Marcus one more time. If it doesn't work this time, we'll, just, yeah. we'll leave it. But play his jingle because it's I quite like... We're going to go again. Quite like having it again, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> For the second time today. His name is Marcus, and he's a drummer. He lives in a van, but it's not a bomber. Oh, this looks Stay better. Let's him and find out where yeah. he's He's got at. he's got more tea than me. Well, he's just finished. It. Marcus, hi. Uh, where That's are better. you? Hi, I'm in William Shakespeare's front room now. Wow, it's are very you? loud in that front room, isn't it? It's very loud. Blasting is it? My, it's blasting my cans, yeah. It's blasting my cans. Oh, I'm, is it? I'm sorry. Oh, it's not too bad for me. Shall That's all right. It's all right. Quietly. Talk to Mark. He knows how to deal with these kind of things. Mark, how do you um, deal with these kind of things? I just... Uh, my traditional method is turning it down or off. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Bye then. But I can, I, can just do, I can just do that a little bit. Look, there you go. Try it now? Well, yeah. Hello. There you go. That's good. Uh, Where are you, Marcus? It looks very nice. Where are you? I'm in. Uh, uh, I'm in the 16th century, and it's William Shakespeare's uh, summer home. Are you Stratford, Stratford Point Avon. No, Somerset oh, on Brew. Right, okay. Well, that's the one that nobody ever mentions, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. So where he had yeah. his um, second home and and did all his. Um, it was a, it was wife, basically or, a tax yeah. dodge. It looks yeah. very nice. I mean, how old is that place? Look at those. Look at those beams. I think uh, yeah, 1974, I think, somewhere around there. He's got no idea. He's got no idea. <laughs> Absolutely no idea. How I don't are you? It's just I, a normal house. Like just haven't plastered the ceiling. That's I, what beams are. I'm going to ask William Shakespeare, shall I? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Hang on. Oh, Wait, Big Will. Big Willie. Here he is. Um, this is where we find out Mark is broken into someone's house. 
This is William Shakespeare. What Hello. does he want? How old is your house? Uh, it, uh, dates back to the 1700s. Whoa! I think that's so where I built it. Five o'clock. In new money. It, it, it dates back to five o'clock? Yeah. <laughs> who is that, Mark? Anyway, oh, it's beautiful. Who are we meeting Shakespeare. That's my dad. Okay. Oh, it's your dad. Is it? <laughs> oh, wow. Do you want to say hello, Dad? <laughs> Hi. Hello. Hi, Marcus. Hello. This is Dad. Let me tell you that. Oh, that's better. I can see your face now. Do you recognise oh, that guy? You. Do you know that guy on the right? <laughs> Uh, no, it's no, no you, you're, you're like everyone else in the world. No one knows who he is. Uh, but that guy on the left, that's Mark Carver. You know him, right? No. You set him up for a joke oh and he doesn't God. go with it. Oh. Sorry, this house. That would have been easy. The flipping doorways. Did you, are, are hit, about... did you just hit your head on, on the, yeah, on the beam do, there I, going through? I do that every single day. Oh, I love it. I love it. It's a nightmare. Well, What's happening at the moment, Marcus? Are you, are you, are you, you must be on a break, are you, from shows, are you? I am on a break from shows. In fact, two tragedies have occurred. Uh, on mm -hmm. Saturday night, just gone, uh, I was um, supposed to be playing at Sheffield Academy. Sold out. Yeah. 2,000 people. It was going to be fantastic. We were headlining. Yeah. And mm -hmm. the day before we were due to rock, they discovered Rack. See what I did there? Rack. Rack. That that concrete stuff that is killing yeah, school children. Yeah, I was about to say it's a concrete thing. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. So they couldn't do the show. They yeah, cancelled everything, shut down that. Sheffield Academy, and instead of uh, rocking out in front of 2,000 people, I spent my evening watching you 2 playing at that sphere in Las Vegas on people's crappy mobile phone footage. Yeah. So yeah, that looked was amazing. That. Sounded not great. Sounded awful on mobiles. Yeah. What was but the looked second amazing. thing? What was the second, second thing? Uh, well, uh, this Saturday I was due to be playing a gig as well, and that's just got cancelled last night. Oh, is, you know, why? So Mate. great. Uh, not sure. Uh, in fact, well, I do know. Uh, it's the cover band that I play with that I debt for. And I did see in the band calendar that my name had been replaced by the drummer that I'm depping for. Uh, so I had a suspicion that I might be getting bumped. But oh. I got a message late last night saying uh, uh, the gig has changed. So instead of telling me, oh, look, that's happening again. What's going did you see those balloons? What in the... I had a I had a Are they word... the party balloons that Johnny promised. I had a work <laughs> call yesterday. I had a work call yesterday, serious work call, and halfway through it, those fucking balloons just appeared. Like <laughs> I feel like I'm in it. And it was in this room. <laughs> what I liked about it that was floats down here, Georgie. Mark, Marcus was telling us quite a sad thing there. Basically saying that like he's been bumped from the band, and then as a way of sort of doing the last <laughs> bit of it, a load of balloons went up, like a sort of celebration of. I couldn't quite work out how to feel whether to feel happy or sad. It definitely felt like the you know the early stages of it, of the it movie uh, yeah. to me. Well, Marcus, this you know what house does? Yes. I think you're too cancer, good for by the way, I, 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 I decided that uh, since all my gigs were cancelled, I'd wash all my underwear. 
So um, here is a collection of. We're well, not going to do that on on tour, are you? Do you know what? Right. Some people said. Yes. Some people said that we couldn't pull out all the stops for the finale of the season. But look, we've got Marcus's <laughs> pants drying. This has really gone to a new level here. I said we're at a new height. Exactly. Um, it's their loss, Marcus. You're an amazing drummer and a lovely person, and they will rue the day that the gig changed. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind. Yeah. What does rue the day mean? Because, like, it, it means one of two things, doesn't it? I'm assuming French. So it's either street the day or source the day. Uh, no, 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 no. I think it's Australian. Uh, do, I think, it, all right, okay. I think it's the uh, day it's... they celebrate kangaroos. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> once, a, once a year. I think it happens around Still, uh, Still doesn't really Rue tie day. in, does it? Rue the day, mate. Yeah, Rue the day. Yeah. It doesn't happen on a leap year, though. One of Johnny's jokes for you, Leap Kangaroos. Right, okay, yeah. Took me a moment. <laughs> Took me a moment. I'm with you. You caught you caught so, me on the hop. What what what's going to be next, though, Marks? With these changes that have happened, what uh, what's coming up next? Well, next, unless uh, that gets cancelled too, I am going to Sweden and uh, headlining a festival in northern Sweden, uh, which is um, it's me in the mirror, uh, which is. Uh, going to be fun. That's uh, not this weekend. That's next weekend. Oh, and, great! That sounds good. And after that, got a tour in the UK. Uh, just a four-day tour doing Scotland and Northern England and Middle England and London and Bristol. Uh, oh, me and, and Mark will try and come to that. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah. The London show. Yeah, we'll, uh, that's at the garage. We'll try and come to one of them. Yeah, that um, should be good. And I have a reunion. Then, uh, after that, I'm playing in Whitby. Oh, get some fish and chips. Seaside, fish and chips. seaside show. Seaside fish and chips show. in Whitby is banging. Yeah, is William Shakespeare's bathroom. Yeah, that's um, where he shook his spear. It is, isn't it? Um, and um, yeah, that's about it. Um, oh, I also just got a job as a concert promoter. Uh, actually, All right. Well, specific term, concert promoters rep. So I might be working with you, Mark, at some point. You, you you're going to be working as a show rep. Show rep. Yep. Yeah. What does that good. mean then? How does it work? It, it means that uh, before a concert, uh, I will send all the advancing information to the venues and to the artists. Um, I need to collect information such as what they want uh, on their sandwiches. Uh, I would need to find out what the venue has in terms of PA and all that stuff. Uh, and then on the Is day it... of the show, turn up, make sure everyone's where they should be, make sure everyone knows what they're doing, uh, make sure the show runs smoothly, make sure you chuck the guitarist out at the end of the night and um, and then take the money and yeah. run away. Show reps for promotion companies is a bit like being a tour manager Except you're the tour manager for the promotion company and whoever's playing on their shows rather than a tour manager that travels with that band specifically and does those things. Yeah. So it's basically that. I could have oh, just said that. Sounds like you've got a lot, lot coming up. And Marcus, listen, before we leave you to your Shakespeare house, one quick thing that I wanted to ask you about live on the pod and the same for Mark Carver as well is... I don't know if I mentioned this to you, Marcus. I don't know if you know about this, but next year in April, I'm going to run the London Marathon. 
Yeah, I've seen you banging on about it. So I'm training mm. for that at the moment. Now, I thought we are about to have a, a break from the pod, but I was saying to Mark on a previous episode, how about this for a bit of fun, a bit of content? The weekend that I do the marathon, so April next year, how about you and Mark both do a park run somewhere? That's 5K, and we see who does the best time. I'm judging, I'm, judging my Mark's face. I mean, I'll, I'll do it, but I'm a terrible long distance runner. I was built for sprinting. I'm not. I'm not good at long distance. Well, you've got and a long I'll time get to get ready for it, but I just thought it could be a bit of fun. Bit of fun for I the think, pod. I think Marcus could be a, a dark horse on this one. I think he's quite tall. I'm built I'm, for I, city. You know, I'm bit, that's why I'm a drummer. City. I sit down. <laughs> right. Okay. You know, yeah, but drumming, drumming's cardio intensive. It's more work. Than oh, it really sounds to me. It sounds to me like Mark Carver is game. Are you also up for it, Mark? Marcus? What is it? Five k. Yeah, it's Isn't a five k it? run. It's you haven't got to do it till April, and well, you could do it anywhere. You haven't got to like go to the same one as Mark because they all happen on on a Saturday morning at nine o'clock. So there'll be one. There'll be one near wherever you are. It doesn't matter where you are. Well, my friend Alan and Hannah. My friends, Alan and Hannah, they do park runs every week and they're always asking me to do one, insanely. Here we go. There we go. And, and they also, they are viewers or listeners to this pod. But mm. because this is the last episode, there's no way of getting them to send in a message because I was going to say, if they send in a message, I'll do it. But that's not going to happen now, is it? So, well, they could still put it on the socials, couldn't they? Yeah, they well, could message true. on the socials and just say, come on, Marcus, go for it. And nothing... We don't just delete the Facebook at the moment that <laughs> the moment that we stop. There's stop nothing for a to break. be worried about. Turn it off. You, you know, it doesn't matter, really. It's just a bit of fun. But, like, you know, I just thought yeah. it would be quite nice. We could then have you both on to talk about yeah. how it went. You I'll should be, beat me handily, I would have thought. I'll be up for that. I'll tell you what, if it's 5K, if five people go onto the socials, the Blue Coat Diary thing, socials. Did I get the name the right? The BCD pod. Blue, the Blue, yeah, Coat, the Blue Coat Diary. I don't think we, want, we don't want all these caveats. We just want you to say if you're going to do it or not. We don't want everyone else to have to do something. We want you to say, trying, yeah, I'm I'll take on. I'm trying to up the socials. Yeah, but what I'm worried about... What I'm worried about is that we don't get five people. That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> oh, you're worried about me not having to do it? No, I'm worried that we don't get five people post and then you don't do it. Oh, That's well, what I don't mean. Tell it, don't tell anyone who's listening or watching, but I'll do it anyway. Okay. What's 5K? It's about... Well, I won't yeah. do it. What's 5K? It's about three miles, isn't it? Yeah. In, in old money. Yeah. Yeah. And you've got ages and ages to get ready for it. You've got ages. You've got till April. I've got a train to run 42K. You two have got a train to run 5K, okay? But the thing is, I have got, I've got vicious ADHD. I won't train until 11 minutes before the run happens. Same. It's just like... But what's the worst that could happen? I end up winging it on the day. What's the worst that could happen? Cardiac arrest. Uh, I reckon what we could do, as long if we try and get the pod, like, around the time, make sure we do some episodes, then we could probably get some wages going as well and people could bet on who's going to win. Oh, that's a different story. Right, okay, game on. <laughs> yeah, I think Mark... In fact, I'll tell you what, we should all dress up. Johnny, if you dress up, oh, we'll dress... No, because he has to do a marathon dressed up. I'm not dressing up for the marathon. It's going to be hard enough as it is without doing that. <laughs> but you See, could. Now, you could wear the, the other foot now, isn't it? 
But <laughs> not really, mate. About? I've got a running marathon. You've got to that do would be a really K. difficult Jesus outfit. Christ. What are you talking yeah, about? That, I ran five yeah, k twenty six miles, and your shoes on the wrong feet. That would be rough. The marathon was your choice. You're forcing us to do this. I'm That's not forcing you. I asked you a question. I said, do, "Like, do you want to take on Mark Carver in a five k?" You can say no if you want. Mark, Mark's up for it. You asked us. You can we, say no if you we're, want. While we're on the pod, I mean, you could have asked us, you know, privately, but now we've got no choice but to say yes. It's kind well, of you're you forcing say, us to do it. You, oh my god! All right, you know what? Clearly, you don't want to do it. If you don't want to run a five k for no, a bit I'll of content in the pod, that's fine. I, I'll do it. It's just sucked right into that reverse psychology. Just like sucked right into it. All right. We've got it nailed down then. Next April, you two are going to go head to head. Yeah? (laughs) I mean, yeah. I don't know why there's this huge competitive element, but yeah, sure. I'm just trying to create some fun content for the pod, guys. Psychologically, (laughs) I'm just like, I want to do a 5K and not die. Or like, can I do that? I think I can, but... I want to do it without cheesing it because it's very easy to go into these park run things and basically walk because yeah. that's what a lot of people do. They're practically walking. And if I'm going to do it, I want to actually run it, not cheese it, you know? So that would be my biggest fear is not being able to do it properly and cheese it. Not saying that cheesing it is a bad thing. If that's where you're at physically, then you should. But I've, I'm really competitive with myself. So well, that's my goal. You can build up to it. You don't need to go straight into running 5K. You can start small and build it up. But I've, I believe in you both. And I think that, you know, it'll be an interesting thing to see who wins. Yeah. Who I, does the, wins? I mean, yeah, I'm competing against myself. I'm not going to compete against Marcus. We'll see. All right, Marcus. The results you, may be interesting. I'll go as far as that. You're a lot younger than me, Mark, aren't you? Um... Not massively, I don't think. I think you are, aren't you? I think there's 10 I'm years, 42. Well, I'm 52 at the end of the month. Oh, there we go. It's perfect. Yeah, nine so years. We've got yeah. 10. So, We're going to have people voting for... Everything on me is broken, though. Say again. Everything on me is broken. <laughs> like, nothing works. It's all, like, wrecked up, all my joints and stuff, so... Well, yeah, I know that feeling. All yeah. right, Marcus, thank you very much for coming on. And good luck with all your stuff that's about to happen. Forget the things that aren't happening. Akuna Matata, that's what they say, isn't it? Hit my head again. A warthog and a meerkat, they say that, yeah. Yeah, they do. The the lovable characters from The Lion King. So thank you, Marcus. Thank you, Marcus's dad, for coming on the podcast. Hi, Marcus's dad. Am I on the radio? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Ish. I I would have put something different on if I'd known that. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> never mind. Next time, next time, <laughs> my son's face. I mean, say it to me. You're doing great. Sorry, there you go. Next season, you can have my dad instead of me. <laughs> right. Thanks, Marcus. We'll chat to you soon. Um, Thank you for coming on many times this podcast and good luck with all the things yeah. that are coming up with your Thank drumming. Thank you very much. I shall now go and have ye oldie cup of tea. All right. Mm. See you next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye. Take care, Marcus. Bye. Sweet to see you, mate. Bye. Take it. Bye. Oh, oh. He's still, oh, there. still here. Hang on. I was just going <laughs> that way. It's... <laughs>
Should I kick him out? Should I kick you out? Are you buying? Oh he my buyed God. himself rather Seamless. than me buying him. Seamless. Well, Absolutely flawless victory. It took a while, but I feel like we it's on. I feel like he said he'd do it. I feel like we got there in the end. So Yeah. Yeah, that could be something fun for next year. Um where are you next, Mark, as we wrap this season up? What what have you got what have you got coming up? Anything? Any shows? I've got a couple of shows where I'm driving around PA systems for to theatres and stuff to put in for a couple of shows I'm covering for people. Yeah. Um and it's mostly just um I've got live stuff that's on been ongoing, but it's all coming to a head now. So a lot of my energy is going to be diverted to that. And then we've got this venue that's opening and I should be doing sound for that new venue. Oh, that sounds good. Uh, which is local and it'll give me an opportunity to get some local work during the winter. And Have um, they named it yet? I don't think they have. No. No, they haven't. Mark um, Carver's which is, House of Fun. I don't know. No, it, if it's called Mark Carver's House of Fun, <laughs> A, extremely creepy. B, not very catchy. See, I think that's like, there's a reason why businesses, you know, opening a new club is like one of the, you know, it's one of the statistically least likely things to succeed. And if it's called Mark Carver's House of Fun, I'd say that statistical chance. I say it, that is, is catchy. Yeah. And you've no, well, you've reeled it off a few times. So it's growing on me. I think it sounds no. good. I want to go down to Mark Carver's House of Fun. It sounds fun. like it involves... Sounds like it involves clowns, mate, and I hate clowns. There could be clowns with that title. Oh, my mate, my mate Alan's got this gig, and it's like a Halloween thing, but it's like a Halloween circus thing he's doing. Oh, so it's all Halloween clowns. clowns, and he knows I hate clowns and mimes, so he's just going to be spent sending sending me pictures for the next month of just scary clowns. clowns. All right, well, yeah. good luck with that. It sounds really awesome. We will be back. We don't know when, but we'll be back at some point. Won't we, with some yeah. more podcasting? Well, you've got to go on a boat again. Ah, ship again. I've got my ship. You've got second, a ship yourself. My second ship cruise coming yeah. up, which is a big old one as well. I'm going to be on that for a good nine nights, I think. Ooh. On the high yeah. seas. So you'll be away for a week and a half. That's, that's yeah. cool, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so- I just want to say thank you to everyone who's listened to the podcast uh-huh. this season and especially if you listen from the start and you're two seasons in i salute you yeah i pray to you yeah and yes thank you yeah we've had a good time haven't we we have yeah it's been it's been good i think increasingly at the moment we've both got an awful lot on and it's very difficult to um you know with life and other work and stuff it's very difficult to divert a, bit, a lot of time to it so for the time being what we're going to do is recuperate and then come back at it when we've got more, you know, the time to dedicate to it that it deserves. Exactly. Because at the moment we're going to be running from boats to children to, yeah. you know. I mean, without getting into all the minutiae of it, we've just always wanted to make it a, reg- a regular show. So we wanted to always put mm-hmm. one out one, one a week, haven't we? And it's been, it's been really tough at times to make that happen with our schedules. Yeah. We've managed to do it. We've done 15 weeks in a row. So... Thanks for listening to those weeks and we'll see you when we see you. Shall we have the outro before we go? Yeah, let's have the outro. I'll put it on the page where the outros are. Otherwise, I'm just going to be... Everyone listening, look after yourselves, take good care and the same to you, Mr. Carver, and I'll see you on WhatsApp. Yeah. (laughs) You're trying to find it, aren't you?
Yeah. <laughs> Where's it gone? <gasps> no, I found it. Hey! I thought it had deleted, like, after last week. And it's a <laughs> shame it had deleted itself. Are we ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. So glad it's playing after last week. Thanks to all the guests we had on this season. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Appreciate your time. I really need that. Join us again for the next episode. Might not be funny, but we'll give it a go. To hit the button and subscribe. Just getting started, don't be shy. We'll be back soon with more to share Join us for the ride if you dare That's it for now, we'll see you soon For another episode, coming to you Thanks for tuning in, we really mean that We'll be back next week, I think that's a wrap It's a squid stood on two anuses holding a cashew nut Oh, the end <laughs> <laughs>